Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Michael Popak, Legal AF with breaking news. Well, Stephanie Grisham, former press secretary for both Donald Trump and Melania Trump, had some bombshells in her testimony that again established the culpability of Donald Trump in the criminal prosecutions that will now be ongoing. What happened during the 187 minutes of dereliction of, of duty for Donald Trump in the dining room while he watched the Capitol burn, literally while he watched the seat of our democracy be attacked by anti-patriots and insurrectionists? What was he thinking? What was he doing? Well, he had two major comments, according to Stephanie Grisham. The first was he worried about the theatrics and the optics of the attack. He said that they were sort of, the uh, the insurrectionists were shabbily dressed as if he was putting on some sort of high school play or another special episode of Celebrity Apprentice. That was the first thought that went through his mind when he's watching 900 people overrun Capitol Police, the carnage on the Capitol steps in the West Terrace, in the tunnel, uh, breaking doors and windows, screaming murderous cries for the uh, head of Nancy Pelosi to hang Mike Pence. I don't like the way they're dressed. And the second comment is even equally uh, despicable and depraved. His comment was, well, I may not like the way they dress, but they sure do fight well for me. They're really good fighters. As if he's watching, like the emperor, some sort of Roman Colosseum, you know, uh, fight like this is gladiator. It just shows you, again, the criminal mind of Donald Trump, who, between his narcissism, his egomaniacal approach to things, which is the beginnings of dementia, this is how he addressed. This is this helps explain why he was um, AWOL and completely absent and derelict in his duties as commander-in-chief during the time, since the first time since 1812, the nation's capital was under attack because this is what was going through his mind. The other interesting testimony from Grisham, because of her close relationship at the time with Melania Trump, is to establish what we all suspected, that Melania did hold power and sway over Donald Trump when she chose to use it, which was not often. She was able to convince him to do things, almost like, you know, the music that that's, uh, salves the savage beast. She was able to who knows what, whisper in his ear uh, like a Trump whisperer and get him to do her bidding when she wanted to. But we know how often Melania Trump checked out of being a first lady or even a wife or even a counselor. It, It wasn't just the jacket going up Air Force One that read, I don't care, do you? Which is completely 
inappropriate protocol for a human being, let alone a, um, a first lady. A first lady, by the way, that many in the Republican Party continue to extol as the greatest first lady we ever had. Uh, well, the greatest first lady we ever had, it, it is now established by Stephanie Grisham, while the Capitol riots and the attack on the Capitol was going on. Do you know what she was doing, Melania Trump? She was photographing White House rugs and carpets for a potential coffee table book that she was producing after she left office. And she did this even knowing that the Capitol was under attack. So her, you know, the, the two main people in the White House, the two most powerful people in the world, Donald Trump, 187 minutes AWOL, commenting on the clothing of, of the attackers, and but commenting that they're really good fighters. His wife at the very same time, who's the first lady of the United States, can't be bothered to tear herself away from carpet photography and rug photography to talk to her husband and get him to quell the violence or make a statement herself as first lady to address the attack and try to pull back the 900 people who are attacking the Capitol. She couldn't be bothered with that. That is the greatest first lady in the history of the Republic, according to the Republicans. Grisham testified that the reason that she um, resigned is not because, even though she said she was embarrassed and sick to her stomach on the night of the election when Donald Trump declared already the beginnings of the big lie that it was a fraud, that he'd actually won the election, as opposed to saying, well, not all the votes are in, we're still counting votes, let's be patient to start the peaceful transfer of power. Grisham said, yeah, she was disgusted by that, but not so disgusted that she stopped drawing her paycheck from the White House. She stayed on all the way through Jan 6. She says the final straw for her was on Jan 6 when she texted Melania, busy photog photographing rugs, and said to her, now would be the time uh, Madam First Lady, for you to take to a podium, for you to tweet, social media, something, communicate with the 900 rabid insurrectionists and get them to stand down. And in return, she got a zero response, a hard no, a hard pass from Melania Trump. And that, according to Grisham, was the moment where she finally got courage and valor and Grisham resigned. Let's not let Grisham off the hook. She never covered herself with any glory while she was press secretary. She's the first press, press secretary in the history of our nation that did not hold one press conference. I thought that was the job of the press secretary. Instead, she gave interviews directly to only right-wing media outlets, ignoring the New York Times, the Washington Post, HuffPo, Politico, any of those, Midas Touch, all of them. She just gave interviews. She never gave press conferences, which which also shows that she's giving a little bit of a middle finger to the American public by how she titled her memoir. Of course, the memoir comes out uh, right around the time, well, it comes out in October. She knows she's going to be a, probably a big star when the Jan 6 committee is done. And so, so surfing behind that, she releases a memoir, which is supposedly an insider view to the Trump White House. And the title of that is, uh, I'll take your questions now. 
the title of a memoir for a press secretary who never held a press conference for the first time in our nation's history is, I'll take your questions now. So I don't think it's ironic. I don't think, uh, I don't think it's a tell. I think it's an FU to the American people. So, you know, um, even when somebody stands up, we call it here on Legal AF, whether they are courageous in having opposed the president, and you can count those people on one half of one hand, and those that because they were forced to testify before the Jan 6 committee, and ultimately to the Department of Justice, because Stephanie Grisham is not out of the woods yet, she's going to have to testify to the grand jury under Jack Smith's uh, authority. Um, whether they, just because at the very last minute, even they, given their low morals and broken moral compass, had had enough, had seen enough, with Melania Trump photographing rugs at the very moment when she could have been stopping the Capitol from being attacked. The other interesting aspect of uh, Grisham's testimony is to establish what we always suspected, which was that Melania Trump held tremendous sway over Donald Trump when she chose to exercise it. Now, we, we know that she uh, checked out of that position a long, long time ago. She would wear you know, the coat running up uh, the... Uh, the ramp of the uh, Air Force One reading, I don't care, do you? Totally inappropriate for a first lady to do that. She would also um, completely ignore Donald Trump at times at the moment when she could have given him good counsel as a first lady, as a wife, as a friend, as a something. Now, allegedly, according to Stephanie Grisham, uh, Melania Trump did not like any of the insider uh, advisors to Donald Trump. She didn't trust Giuliani or Powell, Jenna, Jenna Ellis. She didn't really trust Don Jr. She didn't trust Mark Meadows at all and thought he was a terrible gatekeeper for her husband and allowed a lot of crackpots and conspiracy theorists to have a direct line of sight to the president. But what did she do about it? Absolutely, apparently nothing, nothing at all to stop Donald Trump from... Um, in, from uh, following his worst instincts. Uh, so that's another aspect of the Grisham reporting coming out of her sworn testimony. So here we have testimony under oath by the press secretary in the White House that establishes that during the 187 minutes of dereliction of duty for Donald Trump, while he watched the Capitol burn, what was he doing? Commenting on the attacker's dress, but also complimenting them on their fighting skills on his behalf. You can't make this stuff up, folks. This is Michael Popuk reporting for Legal AF.